So why set goals? Goals bring intentionality mm-hmm. uh, into your life. Mm-hmm. If you write your goal on paper, uh, then you're about 25% done. Mm-hmm. If you write very smart goals, <laughs> then you're around 50% done yes. in terms of what you ought to be able to do. Everyone, this is Saved by Nobel, uh, the learning and growth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Nyanja. And I'm your host, Viking Etich. In Saved by Nobel, we cover mm-hmm. uh, all topics that Africans living in Africa uh, would want to hear mm-hmm. uh, if they're really interested in learning and growth. I know we have our own unique African life mm-hmm. uh, that we have to uh, go through. And so some of the topics that we do cover uh, in this podcast include are things that we are both passionate about, you and I, Vicky, mm-hmm. including finance, mentorship, uh, networking, things that we find to be important mm-hmm. uh, when we think about our hustle, our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. But other things that we uh, would also cover during this show mm-hmm. uh, include uh, uniquely African topics like <laughs> uh, side hustles, family, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, black tax, yes. uh, you know, things that, you know, mm-hmm. in January for the, the East Africans. <laughs> and so things that also mm-hmm. um, uh, are uniquely African in their own way. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Vicky, I'm very excited about this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we going to be covering today? I'm also very excited. It's a very interesting topic that is quite dear to me and it may sound complex to people. And the title today is Personal uh, balance scorecard. I would admit for sure that initially when I heard of uh, balance scorecard, I thought it was a very complex strategic uh, metric tool that organizations use to identify, improve uh, the internal operations as well as optimization of their outputs. Uh, but I, I believe Dennis is going to unpack this complex topic today in a way that is palatable to our audience. So, Dennis, I know you mentioned that you've had your balance scorecard for some time now. Maybe you can tell us for how long and just break it down for us. What are we going to cover under, under the balance scorecard? First of all, I'm intimidated by that introduction. <laughs> the, 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 the bar has been set so high. Uh, I, I think, yes, uh, you, you're right, Vicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, the balance scorecard mm-hmm. is a management tool. I don't know which of these Mm-hmm. Uh, business schools introduced it a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. uh, but it's been used more in terms of setting strategy mm-hmm. uh, in a corporate setting. Mm-hmm. And you see, even if you Google, you know, balance scorecard, you're going to see all of these experts mm-hmm. go for training and mm-hmm. charge you a lot of money yes. to be able to do a balance scorecard. In my previous workplace, mm-hmm. I did one for my team. Mm-hmm. In my current workplace, mm-hmm. we are using it as a performance metric as well. Mm-hmm. And so it, has a, it, is, it is very much used mm-hmm. in a corporate setting. Okay. But... For today's topic, mm-hmm. fortunately, <laughs> and managing expectation, I'm going to uh, be guiding us through how to do mm-hmm. a personal balance scorecard. Okay. Now, um, I have been doing one mm-hmm. uh, for the last uh, 13 years, wow. if you can believe it or not. <laughs> uh, in the final year of my undergrad course, mm-hmm. uh, I attended this uh, class, mm-hmm. actually right after... Um, um, my first, you know, first service when you go to church, mm-hmm. first service, it was Sunday school church, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, my mentor, uh, and I have to give credit here, mm-hmm. his name is Maurice Newa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a class mm-hmm. that has actually inspired this show mm-hmm. where he would give us tools that he was learning from his own corporate setting that he, he thought, you know what, 
mm-hmm. I need to go and tell these kids uh, about 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 this so that mm-hmm. they can be really, really applied. Mm-hmm. And so this show is actually a, a dedication mm-hmm. uh, to the work that Neo actually di- uh, did okay. uh, in my life. Okay. So we are going to be covering personal balance scorecard, mm-hmm. and we are going to be using you as a guinea pig here, guinea, okay. uh, uh, guinea pig in the sense that mm-hmm. uh, we want to be able to make it mm-hmm. very personalized, mm-hmm. very practical in terms of uh, how you would go about setting your own goals. Mm-hmm. So a balance scorecard is something I'm really, really excited about okay. taking our audience through today. Thank you, Dennis, for breaking down what a balance scorecard is to our audience. I think the other question I would have for you is why would one have a balance scorecard? And also, as you expound on that, maybe you can give us some basics of setting goals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I think let me start from your last question, Vicky. Mm-hmm. Um, why mm-hmm. set goals? Mm-hmm. I believe personally, and having done goal setting through this particular tool mm-hmm. in the last 13 years, that it has been one key thing that has differentiated me mm-hmm. in terms of my career. Mm-hmm. I am fairly accomplished uh, <laughs> when you look at the last uh, 13 years of what I've been doing mm-hmm. in terms of my professional career. Mm-hmm. And I like to think that I've been average, mm-hmm. uh, only that I've been very intentional. Mm-hmm. So why set goals? Goals bring intentionality mm-hmm. uh, into your life. Mm-hmm. If you write your goal on paper, uh, then you're about 25% done. Mm-hmm. If you write very smart goals, <laughs> then you're around 50% done yes. in terms of what you ought to be able to do. Mm-hmm. So goal setting is actually very important because mm-hmm. it gets you 50% there mm-hmm. if you do it in a smart way, 25% mm-hmm. there if you just write it down on paper. Mm-hmm. Now, why a balance scorecard over mm-hmm. other tools? I don't think... You know, everybody has their own tools mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, do whatever fits you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, why I found a balance scorecard to be useful is that it has enabled me to carry mm-hmm. other aspects of my life beyond what people would think uh, their goals are, which is typically career, mm-hmm. um, into how I think about uh, achievement. Mm-hmm. A personal balance scorecard mm-hmm. um, talks about other aspects, the most common ones. Uh, which we're going to cover uh, is career, of course, mm-hmm. but it has elements of personal growth, relationships, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like to think that you know my 13 years has also mm-hmm. kind of like juggled and balanced <laughs> yes. uh, all these other aspects of life. Yes. And then the third thing mm-hmm. uh, why uh, balance scorecard is, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, this is something that has been taught in business schools, mm-hmm. applied in the most sophisticated of companies to be mm-hmm. able to drive mm-hmm. a strategic value. Mm-hmm. And now think about how it would come into your personal life mm-hmm. and, and drive you as an individual. As I said, I'm an average person who is very intentional. <laughs> yes. and, and, and so this is uh, for me, a, a powerful tool to be able to bring mm-hmm. uh, a lot of value uh, okay. to our, our our listener. Okay. Fantastic, Dennis. I really like the part that you said that your goals have to be smart. And maybe for our audience who don't know what smart means, it means it has to be specific, mm-hmm. measurable, accurate, realistic, and time-bound. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure you're going to break a, a further uh, or discuss further to our audience what time-bound means, mm-hmm. and you'll uh, break it into short-term, long-term, and maybe we'll give examples to our audience to understand how that works. Yep. Yeah, and I, I must say, you know, I am passionate about setting, uh, setting goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people think I'm crazy, but uh, <laughs> I think that is one of the values of a manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at Drakas, you know, five principles of management, you know, mm-hmm. uh, performance, measurement, and target setting is actually mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's a very important skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're doing other, 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 other aspects of your life, mm-hmm. to make sure that you have very smart goals. Mm-hmm. 
And I promised you, Vicky, that mm-hmm. I'm going to use you as a student mm-hmm. for us to be able to go through uh, the personal balance scorecard yes. uh, for our audience. Yes. And I promise we will not get so personal <laughs> if you allow me. Um, yes. <laughs> but let's let's start with the uh, basics first of all. Mm-hmm. Number one, mm-hmm. we have to determine what mm-hmm. a time horizon is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we're in Q4 mm-hmm. of 2023, mm-hmm. and it's actually very good timing that we're actually doing this show mm-hmm. because it's going to... Uh, for the audience who actually take action, mm-hmm. they're going to use it in uh, 2024. Mm-hmm. But you have to actually determine your time horizon. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Vicky, take us back uh, to eight years. I, you know, you t- t- talked about 2015 mm-hmm. uh, when you actually started <laughs> doing this. Yes. What was your time horizon then? What's your time horizon now? <laughs> uh, that's a good one, Dennis. And just an FYI, I've, I've, as you mentioned, I've had a balance scorecard for the past seven years now. Uh, back in 2015, my time horizon was quite short term. I was trying to be intentional, but it was at a very early stage of my life and even career. So I only used to work with very short-term goals. Give, give us a number. Um, say six months. Six months. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. And, and that worked for you? That worked for me. Yeah. Yes. What is it now? Well, right now, you, you can attest to this. In We were in some event with Dennis and he stripped and saw me um, reviewing my five-year plan and he was quite impressed. So, <laughs> yes. So right now, I work with five to ten-year plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also still have short-term plans three months, six months, but I, I now have a better vision of up to 10 years. Perfect. And I think it, what, what you're trying to say is that this is a muscle mm-hmm. that you actually create over time. Mm-hmm. So you start short term mm-hmm. and then over time you mm-hmm. kind of like move. Mm-hmm. It's like going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start with uh, 10 minutes, mm-hmm. then you go into 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then you run a marathon eventually. Mm-hmm. Right? So start with a time horizon that is actually comfortable with you mm-hmm. and make sure that you know you know how to set the goal. Mm-hmm. Now, Vicky, I know we really talk about career mm-hmm. uh, in this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but when you think about a personal balance, Kokad, mm-hmm. uh, I know it is balanced. Th- <laughs> yes. this, this, this name balance, yes. what, what does it actually mean for you? Balance basically means having equal measure of everything. So if you want to uh, grow your career, then are you are you at a place that you want to be or are you heading to the right direction? So basically means having, you may never have everything in equal measure, but trying to, to maintain uh, whatever you need in life. Very true. Yes. And so that is actually why this mm-hmm. is a very powerful tool. Mm-hmm. It has an imbalance in it. Mm-hmm beyond career, which uh, we're going to also define mm-hmm. as you go along. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other aspects like uh, your finances. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, did you know that your career and your finances are very, very different mm-hmm. things, right? Okay. <laughs> there are people who, mm-hmm. a man will get there one day, mm-hmm. who just work because they want to uh, do something, but they have the money, right? Yes, yes. And yes. so those are different aspects, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have your relationships. We uh, are an African podcast for the African relationships are very mm-hmm. important for us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about taking your relationship with you mm-hmm. as you go into the journey. It can be family, it can mm-hmm. be friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have personal growth, mm-hmm. which is also what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you develop this engine? You're the engine of your life. You need mm-hmm. to actually develop yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have other aspects uh, that depending on what is important to you that mm-hmm. you can actually choose from. Mm-hmm. But remember, the, the, the four basic ones you're going to cover mm-hmm. is uh, your career, mm-hmm. your finances, mm-hmm. your um, 
uh, personal growth. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is the fourth one that I said? Spirituality. Oh, I didn't say spirituality. Relationships. Relationships, exactly. <laughs> oh, maybe yes. you meant relationship with God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So let's cover the one that people uh, like to set goals sometimes <laughs> because they're forced with their car, you know, in, in their work context to set. Yes. Let's start with career. Mm-hmm. Now, when you think about career, mm-hmm. uh, Vicky, mm-hmm. what comes to mind? In a very simple terms, career is what I do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. What gives me my daily bread? What gives you daily bread? Yes. So it can be for you. It can be sales and marketing, mm-hmm. being a doctor, being a driver, whatever you do. Yeah. That's your career. That's your career. Yes. It can also be your job. Yes. You know, you know people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If people talk about job and career, and then they talk about career. Yes. And we use this example to actually broadly define. Mm-hmm what mm-hmm. uh career could be mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, i believe in most context uh career is actually used to talk about what you do professionally mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh it could be politics mm-hmm. it could be whatever it is that you want to be able to do mm-hmm. it can also be your job yes right yes uh, most people who are in jobs Mm-hmm. want to eventually move to careers. Absolutely. And it could be that they want to be able to move into a business. Mm-hmm. It could be that they want to be their own boss. Mm-hmm. So whatever they do mm-hmm. that they really feel the satisfaction for, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to cover all of that in the in terms of career goals. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, for the purpose of this, mm-hmm. let, let's, let's use mm-hmm. uh, you, and I know you're in a professional context, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you shared with me a very interesting story about how you pivoted very early in life. Yes. Uh, from being a, a med, what, what did you call it? Medical scientist. Medical, medical yeah. Scientist, yes. Yeah, you, you were a scientist. Mm-hmm. And I hear that you're doing sales right now. <laughs> so tell me about, at that point in time, let's talk about Vicky, mm-hmm. year three, mm-hmm. or one year before Vicky graduated. Mm-hmm. You had a career goal, mm-hmm. right? Yes, uh, yes. What was your career goal? Okay. And I imagine that you are a student, maybe mm-hmm. being a student was a career, but you <laughs> wanted to do actually do something. Yes. What was your career goal at that particular point in time? Good question, Dennis. So about 10 years ago, uh, two years before I did graduate, uh, I wanted to work in top tier hospitals. So um, that was my main goal then. Uh, and I knew after I finished campus, uh, I was going to have the right papers for me to be able to position myself in top tier hospitals in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. So that was my goal then. Just finish campus and start uh, looking for work okay. in the top tier hospitals. And and so were you doing another paper outside your undergrad degree or it was just your undergraduate degree? So uh, for then I was just doing my technical course, which was medical laboratory science. It was medical laboratory science. Yes, yes. So your career goal, mm-hmm. being a student, mm-hmm is to get good grades yes in the course that you're actually doing mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. now let's call that your objective mm-hmm. or let's call that your main goal mm-hmm. now your main goal is followed by your sub goal yes right mm-hmm. what what would be your sub goal uh maybe one year before graduating mm-hmm. uh campus what what were you thinking back then so my sub goal was as as much as i had i was going to have my degree i also needed to have hands-on experience mm-hmm. so i then did apply for internships mm-hmm. to go and volunteer do volunteering kind of work and just get used to the work environment so then uh, i did apply for internships mm-hmm. in two hospitals mm-hmm. 
Nairobi. And I, it, it gave me that experience to be able to understand how the hospital setup looks like. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to be able to graduate mm-hmm. and to be able to get into a, a, a good mm-hmm. hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say you need practical experience to be mm-hmm. able to get there mm-hmm. uh, as a sub-goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now imagine you are now, before you actually take that mm-hmm. action, and you're mm-hmm. going to talk about it. The last thing is actual. Mm-hmm. You, I imagine you don't have any connections at that particular point in yes. time. <laughs> what specific action do you take? Mm-hmm. in the next week or so to actually get you towards your career goal? Uh, that's a good one. So as I was also trying, as I mentioned, I was trying to get a practical experience. Uh, I needed connection. I didn't have connection. So I walked across so many hospitals, more than 10 in Nairobi, trying to get for a slot for me to get a practical experience. And that practical experience, I had to even pay. Mm. So I had to pay for them to admit me. Mm. So I really invested a lot, um, both emotionally and even financially, for me to actually get accepted to get that practical experience. And and and, and for the audience, we don't encourage paying. I think the paying that you're actually talking about is... No, no, no. It was, yeah, yeah. The, the paid internships. Yeah, paid internships. Oh, yes, it, yes, it, yes, it, yes. It, yes. <laughs> All right. So, so we yes. have your career goal yes. in terms of graduating very well and getting mm-hmm. into... Um, uh, a good hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sub goal is you want practical experience, mm-hmm. and then the action mm-hmm. is to walk around and mm-hmm. for an mm-hmm. internship. So you yes. know that on a weekly basis, I have to visit X number of hospitals mm-hmm. to be able mm-hmm. to get there. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, mm-hmm. uh, where are you are today, Vicky? Oh, so even after all that investment, Dennis, I didn't end up working in a hospital because I bumped into someone who mm-hmm. I would call a mentor today. And I think we'll talk about mentors in our subsequent episodes. So I met this lady and she told me about a different career path, which is sales and marketing of medical devices. And she told me as long as you have a technical background, then you are better positioned than to do sales and marketing of medical devices. And I gave it a shot. And uh, it's been eight years. Right now, uh, I would say I've really springboard really quick in my career. And I'm a regional manager for eight countries in East Africa, um, handling sales and marketing. And that's where I am. So it's been a really fast eight years. (laughs) (laughs) That that, that doesn't sound like mid-level to me, but we are going to get back there. Now, 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 Vicky, I think we were talking earlier in, in the show, mm-hmm. we talked about these countries, eight mm-hmm. countries, and mm-hmm. you actually educated me that, you know, mm-hmm. actually eight countries in South Africa. Yes. I thought there were three. <laughs> uh, uh, that they are different in terms of language and mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you actually wanted to do mm-hmm. uh, in the next one year mm-hmm. related to this mm-hmm. is different. What, what would you say your goal is right now? So when I got my promotion, I figured I had a gap in terms of language. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I go to countries like Djibouti, Rwanda, and Burundi, I sometimes have gap in terms of how we communicate with customers. Mm-hmm. So then I, my, I'm being intentional about learning a new language, which is French. And I have enrolled. I'm yet to start, though. I hope you can be my accountability partner here and, mm-hmm. and make sure I, I actualize this. Yeah, so that's one of the goals that I intend to, to, to pursue in the next couple of months. So you want to, uh, in terms of broad objective, mm-hmm. be able to comfortably run uh, at this new scope that you have gotten mm-hmm. promoted into. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of uh, a sub-goal is to mm-hmm. learn French. Mm-hmm. In terms of a specific action, mm-hmm. I'd say to enroll for French classes next week, <laughs> right? <Okay>. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So I'm glad that, you know, we have used you and, and thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you uh, that we're actually using you as an example here 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say our audience uh, needs to do uh, in this coming week? Uh, well, my audience, I think uh, our audience, I would encourage our audience to this week to sit down, put together your career goals, both short-term, mid-term, and even long-term. What exactly do you want to achieve? Are you at an early stage of your career? What is it that you want in the, in the next three to five years or even up to 10 years? Put it down and that in itself will get you 25% way of actualizing your goals. Perfect. And I think they still have even time to get to 50. <laughs> yes. Because there are a couple of months before uh, the end of 2023. Yes. So very, very exciting. Mm-hmm. I look forward to continuing <laughs> to use you as a guinea pig yes. in your subsequent episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to be also covering the other aspects, finance, relationships, mm-hmm. personal growth, mm-hmm. as well as others that you might want. I hope this episode has taught you uh, something new or at least reminded you of something that you once knew. Uh, we're always very excited if uh, you go out and apply it and let us know what the experience looks like. Uh, you can reach out to us on LinkedIn as Dennis Nyanja, N-Y-A-N-J-A or Victorian Nyetich, N-G-T-I-C-H. That is Dennis Nyanja or Victorian Nyetich on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also reach out to us on our socials at Save by Nobel the forwards. Saved by Nobel on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you like this episode, please forward it to a friend. And uh, remember to give us a five-star rating and review wherever you got this podcast from. Hope you've been saved by Nobel, and we'll see you on the next one.